Hey y'all, I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hey, hey, welcome back to the System Samey podcast. Today was a good day, y'all. It really was. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we all do this. So if not, it's fine. It can just be me. But whenever you do something that's like brand new and you have no idea what your expectations should be, I always think of like worst case scenario. Like I, that's, and I think that's kind of the the operations logistical brain in me is like, okay, what if it goes wrong in these 1700 ways? Make sure we have contingency plans, contingency plans for all of them. Um, And so with this event, I was nervous because if I'm being honest, I had gone to a PR event last year that was really what that was super hyped up. That was something that a lot of people I knew had gone to and experienced a really great time. So again, I had my expectations set. I felt like pretty fair. And it was not my favorite event I've ever been to. Um, just from the sense of my expectations were very, very much not managed. And that sucked. So, and that was a very like new type of event for me. Like I'm not really big into PR and it's not like, yeah, it just is a very new arena for me. And I was just really let down by a lot of parts of it. (laughs) So then coming into this event, I really set my expectations somewhat low in the sense that I, yeah, I just, I didn't want to deal with disappointment um, because I'm still working on that. If I'm being honest, I don't really do well with disappointment, but it by far and away blew away my expectations in the best way. And that doesn't mean that I was like, again, I was, I came in pretty skeptical and yet I left with so much knowledge and like just being proud of myself for the adaptability and on the flyness uh and not really stressing out about schedules and agendas and all things like yeah I just was really proud of myself so what was this event that I went to is called the momentum conference hosted by WeBank and a bunch of sponsors that I don't remember their names so sorry and the whole purpose of it is that the brands are coming there for kind of two reasons. Number one, they are coming to find women owned, minority owned, LGBTQ owned businesses to hire, uh, disability owned, to hire for being suppliers of stuff. So like, again, say you you used to buy light bulbs from Bob down the street and now, you know, you're buying them from Susie, right? So 
because again, like AT&T has buildings, like Target has buildings, like all these people have businesses, right? And so they need suppliers for stuff. So that's number one. And then number two is for sponsorships and partnerships. And so not every brand came for both of those things. There were some that came for one or the other. And so again, we kind of knew that going in. And so we went in and my whole goal was to come out with like five good relationships. That was my goal. And I felt like that was, again, achievable with what I knew about the event. And again, my friend Darnielle Harmon uh, suggested that I come. And then I brought Alice from my team. And then uh, I told Jack Malone, who's a friend of mine, to come to and uh, I know Liz Simpson was there and Kat Wheeler and Brittany Cole. And um, I, I just, yeah, it was awesome. So anyway, I came into the event and wanted five relationships that I could start to nurture and figure out how they could partner with us from the podcast to the event to a bunch of other stuff. And so I thought it would be fun if I came on here and did a seven things that I learned attending WeBank's Momentum Conference. So number one was that discomfort brings more success than comfort. And again, I think that there's benefits to staying in your strengths from a strategic standpoint. However, there's always new levels to flexing your strengths. So for example, I'm really great at building relationships, I would say. And, but I've never tried to go after corporate sponsorship because it's very scary for me. Like sponsors of people that I know feels much easier, much lighter, much more like attainable. And so to go to Target or Home Depot or uh, Bank of America or AT&T or all these people, I was just like, they're literally going to stare back at me and like laugh in my face. Like I was fully expecting people to be like, yeah, that's cute that you have a podcast. That's lovely. You have a you know little event situation. Uh, yeah, we're not interested in you. And I'm glad that I pushed through that discomfort because it really... I would have missed out on a really amazing experience. And so again, I would say that I came into this event uh, uncomfortable for the unknown, right? There was no other reason for me to be uncomfortable. Like they were very prepared. They've done this event so many times, like it runs like clockwork. And so, but it's just like, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I was just like, well, Again, this is very corporate. I'm going to walk in there with my, like, you know, um, tennis shoes and skirt situation instead of, like, blazers and suits and all that. And, again, like, just I'm really trying to, again, this year is the phrase of my year is lead by example. And so how can I, as a mentor, as a coach, as a consultant, as a community leader say, Hey, I need you to get out of your comfort zone, but then instill, I'm not willing to get out of my comfort zone. That is what we call hypocrisy. So 
I was like, well, I'm telling my clients and folks to get uncomfortable. So therefore I do need to as well. And I have just found when I look back at a lot of opportunities that I've taken and leveraged and all that stuff, like the ones where I was the most uncomfortable, maybe not the most, but the ones that I had some discomfort have brought me more success than the ones that I'm like, oh, like this is totally my jam. Like this feels really good, right? Because even with when I spoke at the Marketer's Heart Conference, like Julie and Kathy, like I know, and like they make me feel comfortable and all that stuff. But there was a little bit of discomfort because I was like, I know I'm walking into a room of people who literally hate what it is I'm going to talk about. Um, so I was like, well, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> but it went really well, right? So that's number one. Discomfort brings more success than comfort. Number two is that inherently people want to help people. I cannot tell you how many times I walked up to somebody and they smiled back at me and we started a conversation. Like, again, I don't really... There were some people who maybe didn't have like the biggest smile on their face, but there was nobody that was like annoyed or disgusted that I was talking to them. And that really spoke volumes to me. And what I realized is that, again, the brands and the people who are there, like everyone's wanting to help everyone. Like it was very community oriented, very much like, well, what are you looking for? What opportunities do you have? Like, who do you want to like get in contact with. And it was just like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> like Again, I was, I was expecting to be laughed in the face. Like, oh, it's cute. Like you have little podcast stuff, you know, <laughs> but that was not the case. Everyone was so friendly. And then this kind of goes into my number three thing, which is number three thing that I learned was that I actually learned more from my no's than my yeses. So not everybody who I talked to said, yes, we want to sponsor your podcast and your event, right? And at the same time, like, so I went into the AT&T tent and again, was like very scared, very uncomfortable because I was like, okay, this is AT&T. Um, but I walked up to this lady. Her name was Heather. She was lovely. Thank you, Heather. And I walked up to her and said, hi, like, you know, this is really who I'm looking to connect with. This is like what we do. And, you know, AT&T came to mind because of this, this and this reason. And she looked at me and was just like, I want this to come from a very helpful place. But the amount of money essentially that I was asking for that I was that my contracts would be was too small for AT&T. And again, they're not small to me, uh, but they are too small for AT&T. And then she went on to say, so here's the game. She's like AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, whoever she go after, they, they have tier one and tier two. And like you would be considered a tier two and this is who you'd be able to connect with. And this is what it would look like for you. And then like we look for tier one is we look for contracts that are three to five years. Again, like 
several hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars. And we're net 90. So you don't even get paid for 90 days. And we just know that that's like a really tight cash flow for small businesses. And like, she just was spitting game. Okay. And like, I could have taken that as like mad rejection, right? Because she's like, no, like you were way too small, basically, if I could sum it up in some words. But I really appreciated it because she was letting me in on, again, how things operate. And like, she didn't have to do that. Like, she didn't have to spend time with me. Again, we talked maybe for five, seven minutes. She did not have to tell me all the scoop, right? And at the same time, she saved me from going around to really like the the phone companies and wireless companies and all that stuff but then also even like the banks things like that so it was really it was really fascinating uh and so I learned so much more from my no's and I did my yeses which I loved um and again, I did get some like not yeses of like, here's money, but yeses as in like, let's talk. We're connecting on LinkedIn. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So that was my third thing that I learned. My fourth thing that I learned is that adaptability is crucial. So Alice and I being very systematic in our approach, we made a hit list of all of the companies that we wanted to connect with. And I'm telling y'all, there were so many booths. There were at least 400 booths. And that's not an exaggeration, like at all. Okay. And so we wanted to be smart about our time because we only had from 1130 to 430 today. And then we have three hours tomorrow to finish up. And how this event was set up was really awesome. So the first two days were content. And then the second day and a half are like, like you're actually going out there and talking to all the brands and the brands are excited to talk to you, which was awesome. I loved how it was set up. It felt very much like, okay, you learned and now you need to go and practice. I was like, yes. So where adaptability is crucial is I didn't, there was um, one company that I did not have on my radar. Actually, Alice had on her hit list, but I didn't know. And again, I was just walking around and they stood out like their booth was like, bright pink and yellow and like super just like eye-catching I was like you you are my people and so I went over there and these like bright like women and they were just like so jazzed about their product and so I was like okay awesome like here's who my audience is here's how I'm wanting to help them like here's where I think you could be helpful like do y'all do partnerships and sponsorships and they're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like we want to get our CEO in the podcast game. Like we want to sponsor podcasts. And so like, I'm going to um, give you literally the card for the marketing person who is in charge of this and like hit her up, let her know that you met us. Um, and like, we would love to sponsor, like, this is stuff that we want to get into. I was like, yes. Right. So they were not on my list. So again, I adapted to the room. I adapted to, oh, I'm getting a vibe here. Even though they aren't on my list, I'm going to take the time to get to know them and like learn who they are, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm so glad that I did because I totally want them to be a podcast sponsor, which I'm very excited about. It's like this women's wellness brand here for it. And they like specialize in like chronic illness, 
um, menopause, migraines, um, prenatals, all that fun stuff. So such like all the way aligned in like all the ways. Then the fifth thing that I learned attending this was to talk the talk. (laughs) So as I am talking to brands and whatever else, I would say something and then they would say something back. So for example, I would say, you know, generally speaking, I help women's companies who, again, are in the six-figure, seven-figure space. And, you know, they're coming to us for support in their systems when it comes to sales, marketing, and delivery, yada, yada, right? And so what they would say back to me is, oh, you work with emerging brands. And that came up like three times. I was like, okay, so apparently I work with emerging brands, Um <laughs> You know, and so then when I went to all the other booths, I I used the word emerging brands. They would nod and understand what I was saying. I was like, oh, okay, you know. And so again, you may not know the exact language, and I tell my clients and people who are in my sphere all the time that like, hey, like, you know, you have to go out and test messaging. Like, what you think may be super clear may actually not be the most clear that you can be. And so listen to what people are saying back to you and pay attention to their words and language and use that instead of the language that you thought would be the best because you're just making it more difficult for yourself. So number five was, again, kind of talking the talk of corporate and being able to, again, use language that we both understand. Number six is everyone can be a connect. So yes, did we go and, uh, did we go and spend the majority of our time talking to brands? Yes. Did we meet really awesome people who were just, you know, just like me and Alice, like walking around, whatever. I mean, there was 4,000 people. Okay. Like at this event, there was four thousand people okay so as y'all know my energy gets drained really quickly being around all the time of people and so at 4 30 i was staring at a wall just wanting to eat some warm food and go to sleep uh but i you know like when you're waiting in line or when you are again just like in the bathroom i met some really awesome people like Again, just washing my hands. Like, so it really opened my eyes to understand that, like, everyone can be a connect. And while, again, there's the shiny objects of the brands and that's why you're there, there's also all these other opportunities of just connecting with the people around you. And so that felt really good too, just to be reminded that, again, it's not about the shininess. It's not about, again, who is the biggest person that you can solidify yourself with. Um, Because again, even um, I went into the Amazon booth, which was massive, literally. It was called Amazon Land, okay? There was a lot going on in there. And so I went in there and I said, hi, I want to talk to somebody that is connected to y'all's Black Business Accelerator. Like, you need to talk to James. So I was like, cool. And then they um, introduced me to James. James was like, actually like cool that you're interested in this but it doesn't make sense for what you're saying and who it would make sense for is tiffany and megan 
Tiffany's over there. Megan's over there. Look them up on LinkedIn. Like, get to know them and then come back tomorrow morning because it was like the end of the day. So they were all trying to leave. Come back tomorrow morning. We'll also be here. And you can talk to Megan about, again, capital and uh, financing options for your people. And then you can talk to Tiffany about uh, just, again, other business opportunities with Amazon. And I was like, bet. So I have my homework to do that tonight. And so, again, everyone can be a connect. And again, I had to talk to, I ended up talking to Angel first at Amazon, who took me to James, who's now taking me to Megan and Tiffany, who will then take me to the next person that I actually need to talk to. So it's always, it's a connection game. Like, and that's where people are like, well, I just want to go to the right to the person that's supposed to be the person. Yes, that is ideal. However, now I have an advocate in James who's like looking out for me and making sure that again, I'm set up for success when I talk to Tiffany and Megan tomorrow, right? So everyone can be a connect. That's something I learned. And then number seven is that a lot can be accomplished in five to seven minute conversations. What another thing I loved about this conference was that like everyone was very respectful of time. Like, which I was like, oh gosh, these lines are going to be so long and I'm not going to be able to talk to everybody that I want to talk to. And I'm just going to be like, you know, watching Survivor from, you know, from this week and catching up on things. And it was not the case at all. Like everyone was like really doing five to seven minute conversations with all the different brands and stuff like that, which was awesome. So I just realized, again, you can build so much rapport and connection and excitement. Like I was talking with um, a gal at Goldman Sachs and she was awesome and is like really pumped and really wanting to connect about sponsorship opportunities. And again, like what the heck? Like Goldman Sachs? What is happening right now? Who am I? Who is this person? But again, I provide value because I have... Like they're, they have a really big initiative for women owned businesses. Uh, and so it's really awesome to be in that room and feel like, man, like I am the smallest fish here, hands freaking down, hands down, the smallest fish in this entire room, truly. And yet they don't make me feel stupid or small or whatever else. Again, even when AT&T was like, you are not like, the amount of money you're asking for is like too small for us. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> you know? And so it just, I mean, honestly, y'all, it was a really cool experience. And truly, if you're looking to get into this space, I would say, come on back next year with me. Cause I'm coming back for sure. And you just learn so much and you, Again, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it just, it was such an amazing feeling. And I think oftentimes we just count ourselves out with a lot of stuff. Like I never, ever before this event would I say Goldman Sachs would give a flying hoot about my event and my podcast. Again, I would not think that Amazon would be as excited to talk to me about what I got going on over here. Like, what you know like it's wild <laughs> so
So I just, I hope that you hear the excitement in my voice and hear the, the portal of possibility because it's so available for you. Like, I really, really believe that. And if you don't believe that, then we got to change the rooms that you're in. We got to change the spaces and communities that you're in because with that mentality of not thinking that you have any value to like an Amazon or a Goldman Sachs or a JP Morgan Chase or a Nissan or whoever is simply not true. So those were the seven things that I learned about attending WeBank, which uh, WeBank's Momentum Conference. They have multiple conferences a year, which is a lot. Um, But number one, Thing I learned was discomfort brings more success than comfort. Number two, inherently people want to help people. Number three, I learned more from my no's than my yeses. Number four, adaptability is crucial. Number five, talk the talk. Number six, everyone can be a connect. And number seven, a lot can be accomplished in five to seven minute conversations. All right, y'all, I'm going to sleep real well tonight, but I just was way too excited to share with you my experience and the things I'm learning and how I'm growing and what up-level this will be for my business. And ultimately, again, what up-level this will be for my leadership and my holding space for my community, for all of you. So hope y'all have a great rest of your day. And again, I will see you next episode. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories. 